Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Unnatural 20s, a podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. My name is Cassie, but for today, I will be going by the codename of DM. As Agent DM, I will be leading us on this adventure slash mission, and it is a very important and top secret mission that we are on. The details of said mission will be shared on a need-to-know basis, which is to say when the dice determines what we talk about. For a mission so top secret and so big, I knew I had to call in our best agents, and that is why I'm joined by my two good friends and fellow co-hosts to my right I have... Hey everybody, it's Agent Books here. Really, really excited to join on this mission. (laughs) What up everybody, it's Agent Caitlin. I just came out of my helicopter. I don't know if you heard it, but I came in here on my heli yeah. Did you, on your heli yeah? Heli yeah. (laughs) It's her own personal brand of helicopter. (laughs) Hasn't taken off very much in the market because it only flies 20 feet up. At that level, that's safe to jump out of, but still looks just cool enough. Looks very cool. Yeah. I kind of regret bringing this agent finger on. Guns. That is, oh my god, we just got finger guns. <laughs> we got a real surfer dude up on here, and I yeah. wasn't ready for that energy. But you guys, I know books, you are used to, you already have a code name that you're used to going by, but yeah. we need to go deep undercover for this Ooh. mission. I have some new code names for you guys. Oh, okay. So for today's mission, books, you'll be known as Agent Nipple Tassels. <laughs> Beautiful, thank you. I feel like that really speaks to me. <laughs> I really tried to embody your guys' essence, so like, Code names could be confusing, but I still wanted it to stay true to you guys. So I fi- figured nipple tassels was fitting mm-hmm. for you. Very good. Caitlin, today you'll be going by Agent Child Labor. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> you, is that one good? Do you like that one? No! <laughs> no, not a fan of that no! one? Not how you want to be known? I can understand how you're jealous because nipple tassels is just so... Just so cool. Fantastic. Agent Child Labor and Agent Nipple Tassels. <laughs> we sound like we're starting a ring of very, very bad business. <laughs> I guess I could throw out a couple other ones for you if you want to try those. Yeah, I would prefer pick... not to have child labor in three episodes. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're down for anymore. It seems like you're pretty into it, but we can also try Agent Hemorrhoid. Any better? I think it's a little sticking out too much. I don't know. Okay, gross. So that one's definitely in the trash. And uh, my final option for you is going to be Agent Butterthighs. I like that. All right, cool. So that's your favorite? Yes. <laughs> and we're definitely throwing out child labor. Like yes, that's we're not throwing out child an option. Well, okay, I guess so. If you say so, Butterthighs. <laughs> What's your agent name? I'm DM. DM. I, I, oh, okay, Agent DM. Thank you. <laughs> it's a little bit boring. Just <laughs> by my proper name. Listen, you guys are the ones mainly going on this mission. I'm just here to lead it. Okay, you are the like. Oh, so you're you're the computer person, yeah. and we're you're actually all- crawling through the vents. Yeah, you guys are doing the dirty work, and Got I'm just it. here to supervise. You're yeah, Bosley. Cool. Exactly. Hey, DM. Hey. <laughs> okay, Agent Butterthighs and yes. Nipple Tassels. Yeah. If you guys check your utility belts, you will find the tools needed to complete today's mission. Mine contains a D20, which I'll be rolling to determine what we talk about. And if you two check yours, you will find nothing. Oh. That is because agents as accomplished and competent as you two will need nothing but your wits and charm to get through this mission. What mission could possibly require so little, you may be wondering? Well, agents, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to make the people laugh. For approximately an hour, it will be your job to spread mindless, dumb joy out to the masses. Do you both accept? Absolutely. I mean, if you had said intelligent joy and smart, like no. witty humor... No, no, no I'm not know, be able to do it. I know who I called in. Thank you. The one came in in a hell yeah copter. <laughs> a helicopter. <laughs> That's a fucking hell rad, yeah. dude. I don't know why I'm dumping on that. That's fucking rad. <laughs> well, now I'm Agent Butterthighs, and I'd never let anything slip through me. God. <laughs> oh. 
Okay. Oh. Yep. Well, great. How does that sound dirtier than nipple tassels? <laughs> How did that suddenly become butter thighs? There you go. Now it's back to hardcore. Thank you. Still, no, it's still your porno name. I'm sorry. It still could be very pornish. All right. Well, great. I'm glad you guys accept this mission. And as we go along this mission, I will be rewarding points to both of you after each little quest we complete based on how entertaining or funny I found your answers. I do have to warn you both, though. You will need to be extra careful in this mission because at any point, if you fail or say something that bums me out, I will deal damage. We're going to start this mission off with an easy quest, which is allowing everyone to laugh at the dumb ways in which you have failed. So uh, can you guys please share how you your crit fails for this week? Well, butter thighs here. And... Per my namesake, I did some. I feel like I did something very butter thighs ish. Oh, no. um, very, very trademark me. Um, and after Thanksgiving, I left to go home and I packed up all of my little leftovers from Thanksgiving and I put it all in my car. And when I was driving home, I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I had to pee. Um, so when I finally got home, I was like, okay, got to unpack everything, get all my Tupperware, get into the house fast so I can go pee, right? So I'm packing up all my Tupperwares, getting them ready to hold and it's raining. And so I, I slip uh, getting out of the car and I hurt my knee and my Tupperware of mashed potatoes and ham fly onto the concrete and just splat and so me thinking oh my god mashed potatoes are everywhere very sad number one number two animals are gonna come eat this and they're gonna attack me because this is right next to my car (laughs) so like i need to clean this up so me with all the stuff in one hand and i just dropped everything the other go to scoop up all this grody mashed potatoes off the cement So I look like a goddamn monster with mashed potato you hands. Like you're saving it still. Like you're still trying yes. to eat this. You know, and there was quite a few people that saw. No, I don't think they, they didn't see me fall, but I'm pretty sure there's people that saw me scoop it up with my fucking hands back into this Tupperware. Right. Oh my God. You didn't try to just use the Tupperware the as a scooper. Nope. You went straight you went hand, hand. I was and like, dual both hands. In oh the yeah, both hands. Okay. Well, well, you know, actually, I only <laughs> used a look. I only used one hand, but one other hand when I was slipping in. Like you know how you you like ninja like juggle it. Yeah. That's not ninja juggling. But That's just we're gonna call it that for this. A hand for mashed potatoes. It's not like it was like a chicken leg or something. Nope. Like you could easily just pop back in nope. your container. No. So you can imagine picking up mashed potatoes yeah. like a handful, just trying to grab it. Um, it didn't work very well. So. <laughs> also, you didn't want to just come inside, grab some gloves or something, some paper towels, something nope. that could use. No, nope. I was helpful. like, I got to pee, got to clean this up as ASAP. Yeah. So I was like, okay, got to do it. Obviously, it didn't go too well. So then I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go in the house now. And I was like, I have to pee so bad. So I didn't make it to the house. And unfortunately, I peed my pants before I got to the house. <laughs> so not only did I have mashed potato hands, I peed my pants and I I'm fell sorry. and hurt my knee. We haven't had a pee or pants story in so long. It needs to be very consistent. And I'm not prepared yeah. for a level of adult peeing their pants anymore you know, it's it was it was a wild ride man listen she would have made it if it wasn't for the mashed potato mistake not, I, <laughs> I also don't understand though because like i mean you park a little far but not that far no, not that no far. i didn't get far we'll just say that i had a lot of potato blunder and it was a lot of not thinking very clearly just grabbing potatoes I, with hands like even when i have had a kidney infection i have never 
missed going to the bathroom. I probably stared at my hands for five minutes just thinking, <laughs> how am I going to, one, open the door, two, <laughs> hold the rest of the shit without getting mashed potatoes everywhere? And I was like, well, it's just going to fucking happen. It ended up how it had to go. But yeah, I had mashed potatoes all over my, my, my shirt, <laughs> my coat. Peed out your pants. Yep. Just wow. My favorite wild. thing is I came home a couple days later and all I got was like, hey, how was your like Thanksgiving and everything? Like, good, good. Um, I dropped all my leftovers, tried to pick it up with my hands and peed myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I hurt my knee. That's how I did. And a boo-boo on the knee. You got a big boo-boo. <laughs> I so, yeah. know how to follow your fail. Like... It was a wild, it's a wild, it's a wild ride. I mean, like, you were trying to preserve the food, and I guess yeah. that's not really preserved. You know, no, I'm really proud that you did it. I <laughs> think it would have just been better to let some poor animals hey. eat up your mashed potatoes, hey. to be honest. <laughs> I was half thinking, I could scrape the top of this up and oh, still eat no. it. And then when I, like, grabbed it with my hand, <laughs> I was like, maybe not. <laughs> you know what? I'm fucking proud of you, because that's gross. gross. <laughs> the old Caitlin would have. You know, put Caitlin would have definitely, like, tried to slice right before I the mean, ground part and just not to, back in. Not to say I didn't try that, but... <laughs> but you didn't follow through, and no, that I is didn't. growth, and we are proud of you. I know last week I said I'd, have I'd never change. Your pants, I, but... <laughs> you know, I have a bad bladder. We'll just say that. <laughs> we'll blame it on that, is yeah. what we'll oh, say. Man. I don't know if I can really come from such a high ground, though, because I don't really have... Um, don't try, Anakin! <laughs> exactly. It, it turns out I have um, no self-preservation at all, so um, I was... Learned? <laughs> I yeah, say, this has been relevant, like known to me for quite some time. Yeah, it just every once in a while really hits home, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you probably shouldn't have done that. But um, so I have no self preservation, but especially when I'm sick and like have like a high fever, because mm-hmm. when I have a high fever, I do incredibly dumb shit, and I just like I'm not thinking clearly. I've made poor life choices before with a high fever, and I made myself like throw up and essentially I'd pass out. So um, I went along that same track. So when I was super sick, I realized that like I stood up one time and then like immediately passed out. And then like once I came to, I was like, hey, I don't know why I did that. And I don't know if it was like from, I thought it might've been a certain way that I turned or if it was from pain. But I decided to go on a little science experiment and figure out exactly what the cause was. Oh, good. So um, high fever is definitely the time to conduct science experience. I felt I felt like it was the only time because when else would I have those like circumstances again? The conditions were limited to this one. Exactly, it was for science, <laughs> and I determined that it was just from pain that I was passing out. <laughs> Didn't matter which way I turned out. I was just passing out because I was standing and it was painful. So cool. uh, for Good. science, you guys. Now you know. Now I know. God and damn it. Then I was able to rest easy. I was also able <laughs> to rest easy because I passed times out multiple times. Out. You ho. <laughs> I can't believe you do this. You close your door. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm just sick. I and think you guys need to go back to having like parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I believe you need adult supervision. <laughs> yeah, it's probably better. Because well, it's like, Cassie, you can't, you know, I'm fine. Like, I'm okay. Just sick, Cassie you needs know? someone to ask her, do you have to go potty before we get in the car? <laughs> That's Caitlin. Okay. You need somebody to like every 10 minutes check in on you. No, you still have a fever. Don't fucking stand up. Stop That's it, Cassie. The fever <laughs> time. Trend. Don't stand up. I do need to hire like a nanny or somebody when I'm sick because <laughs> it's a bad times when I'm sick. I feel like if Jesus. you had a nanny, if they tried to help you, you'd be like, no, 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 I'm fine. And then wait till they leave I and would, yeah. then test it out. But the nanny needs to know not to trust me. Exactly. <laughs> just force feed you some medicine and strap you down or yeah, something. Essentially. Just like, I need yeah, to get no. a, a sign and put it up every time you're sick. <laughs> And like say, hell, like I don't remember where I was going with this. 
I just, you know how some people have those water app reminders that remind them yeah. to drink water? You need a pee app reminder. Oh, like. I need a pee app. Okay, we're back to me again. Yes. Yeah, let's focus on your mistake. <laughs> uh, so my fail just seems dumb compared to you guys because... I mean, I had a relatively decent week despite being um, sleep deprived because it was Thanksgiving. I had a decent Thanksgiving. Um, I flew out to New Hampshire where my boyfriend's family is from and visited with his family. This is like my second time seeing all of them. And I met a lot of new people. And my biggest fail is that at one point during like casual conversation, you know, like Thanksgiving dinner, especially with new people, you try to like keep it light. Mm -hmm. You don't want to bring up heavy stuff. And someone at the table asked me like, oh, how's California treating you? And I was like, oh, it's great. Weather's nice. It's a little pricey, but you know, it's not on fire right now. Like I was just joking. And this turned into my boyfriend's dad, who mind you is a six six foot four man who works for the Pentagon. Like he's very serious, Mm. like stone face. He's so stoic. And he just goes, well, what about the taxes? What's the tax rate? What's the cost of living? And da da da. How's your, he just went on and on about like uh, all of the different costs of living in California just wanted detailed answers and here I am I don't know shit I'm sorry <laughs> like I just know I get a lot of money out of my paycheck like, it's, no, it's expensive and it sucks it's expensive our gas is high I don't know like and so I feel like I failed the test mm. like I feel like this was a moment where he was trying to see if I was intelligent at all and I did not prove myself well whatsoever man we could have prepared you for so many things but I didn't think like our tax rate and that shit would be yeah. what you needed so yeah. next time we'll prepare you better but he was like asking and I was like I can answer like minimum wage and stuff I know mm. that but I don't I don't know what our exact percentage is on income tax and 7.75. Is it 7.75? Oh, income tax? I don't know. Income yeah, tax. income tax. I know our sales tax. No, no idea. We need to send you with a pay stub. Yeah, I literally needed everything. You need somebody like in out. your ear Googling mm-hmm. while you're... <laughs> I wanted to be like, I sometimes (laughs) listen to the journal podcast, but that's not helping me now. Oh, I'm sorry. Every time I listen to NPR, they haven't talked about it. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Next time I listen to the Business Insider. (laughs) What is it? The one, the financial one that you listen to? It's the Wall Street Journal. Oh, fuck. God. I listened to it on my way here, guys. Oh, wow. I'm proud of you. exciting. Great work. They just don't talk about the cost of living in California, so they failed me. All right, you guys. Well, those those sure were some fails, and hopefully we do uh, better on this mission than we did failing. So I'll go ahead and roll. And we rolled a two, which is going to be Caitlin's roll. So for Caitlin's roll, I give her an animal because she's our animal expert. So she gives us all the good facts and normally makes the noise that they make. I um, would prefer if you called me by my agent name. Sorry, Agent Nibble Tassels. No! no! <laughs> agent Butter Thighs is here. The buttery thighs. Sorry, I didn't mean to go so extreme on that. We were just gifted these codenames and you see how much we were so angry. <laughs> Listen, that codename is now a core part of my identity. <laughs> Very protective of these. I'm so sorry. No! <laughs> it was like full on Hulk, right? No! <laughs> Don't you take mine. How dare you? <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> so anyways yeah you want to know about animals <laughs> yeah butter thighs <laughs> butter thighs are animal expert <laughs> so uh agent nipple tassels here has been relating to our animals recently and i wanted to find one that you could maybe relate to okay so can you tell me about the horn screamer <laughs> <laughs> well first of all <laughs> are we starting off with the noise the sound is coming first this time no i'm sorry that was that's a natural one okay <laughs> So this horn bit, what is it? A horn screamer? Horn screamer. It's a frog. Okay. And it has um, a certain vocal range that is way higher than most others. And so, yes, it does sound like screaming, but not the typical screaming that you would think of. I'm thinking more of a goat scream, not a people scream. Do you understand? Yeah, really 
really intense really intense (laughs) and yes bleeding oh so good yes you know then here to help with words yes thank you i need help with them (laughs) but yes this uh horned screaming frog it does this and it lives in africa and uh when africa yeah, yeah it lives in africa and when it's really silent you can hear it scream. It doesn't like silence. That's why it screams. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It has to fill the blank space. Yeah. And do you want me to show yeah, you? What, okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. Not as bad as I thought. Yeah. I, I was prepared for worse. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, thank you for toning it down. And I mean, I didn't tone it down. That was a, that's the horn screamer. The horn screamer. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> correct, correct. Well, uh, I don't know what I found because what I found was a bird that oh. lives in uh, South America. Okay. So they're related to ducks, geese, and swans. Okay. As, Beautiful. As far as birds go, they're pretty big. They are 33 to 38 inches. They are mainly all black except for their necks, which have little white specks on them. Ooh. And their most distinguished feature, of course, is obviously their little horns on their head, which uh, Wikipedia describes their horn as a cornified structure, oh. which I don't I don't know what the hell that means. It sounds like bone. Yeah, but it can grow back. So what? And it breaks. Yeah, it breaks a lot, apparently, while they're out like trying to find food and shit. Just living life. It apparently always breaks, but it can grow back because it's a cornified structure. And um, they obviously have a super super loud and echoey scream that is called in in ecuador they call it the el clon clon and uh it's an intense scream that also serves as the birds a mating call so when the two birds want to get down and fuck they both start screaming together and they just like essentially like harmonize with this scream the bird and i has have a lot in common yeah 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 i know i've been meaning to talk to you about that (laughs) but yeah so i wanted to find one that you can relate to so i'm glad you have been relating to this one definitely also it does look like they have swords on the top of their head yeah it like a like a little fencing sword and they look like i just found a picture of them like both it looks like fighting because they have them crossed it's pretty cool yeah they might actually fight i don't know i just know they they scream when they want to fuck so not if they break off a lot i feel like that's just a really sad fight i see but it's always growing back so like why not it's like it's like deers and their antlers like sometimes they break them off when they're fighting i would assume it's be the same with these little guys maybe i don't know i looked up cornified and like they compare it to the same cells that grow either hair or hooves okay so we got some two extremes right there you say cornified and all i can think of is things that have like corn kernels as like their their outer exterior i think of calcified yeah uh you corn. Were, like straight corn yeah straight corn <laughs> hell yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you want to get cornified and it's just you like your outline but your corn oh that's a great idea yeah it's an idea yeah that was bold i support it <laughs> you have my money at cornification least someone, at least someone here will support you but caitlin you did you did try so i will give I you i tried you tried i'll give you 50 points cool good job butter thighs itching butter thighs and uh i'll roll for the next one that was demonic and we rolled a 14 which is going to be best npc story so uh, we kind of take this as like weird encounters we've had throughout the week. So what's the weirdest encounter you guys have had? Mine happened yesterday. New one. It's, it's very fresh. Hot, hot, fresh. This is breaking news right now. I was at the dog park with Murdoch, as I usually am, and I hear someone screaming from an apartment. And it's not a fun scream. It's like, oh, no, something's happening scream. And the guy with me at the dog park is just super chill, as he always <laughs> is. And a 
lady comes out and she's punching a dude and trying to push him down the stairs. And she's my NPC because apparently she likes to stab this dude and it just happens on the regular and this guy just keeps coming back to her and she just stabs him. This is the second time that the guy who was with me at the dog park has witnessed this same guy get stabbed by this girl. So I witnessed a stabbing and the stabby girl is my NPC. I would say the NPC should be the dude at the park who's very casual about this. Just like, uh, yeah, that's that dude. That happens all the time. She stabs him. Oh, he he goes, oh, no, that's Tammy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's his response? He just does things like that. He's we like, accept it. He's when like, Tammy's out there, man, she's out there. The guy who was getting stabbed, he was like, "That bitch is crazy," and he's like, "You know, Tammy, she's done this to you before. I don't know why you keep coming back." <laughs> literally, what he said to the guy who literally just got stabbed last time. Apparently, was bleeding because he got stabbed so hard. And then the police came a little bit later. But you know, it was uh yeah. There's there's NPCs all over there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a whole wild story. It that's a whole fun. lot. I, I, you know, I stayed calm the whole time too because that guy was just so chill. You know, <laughs> he was stoned out of his mind no too. Away. <laughs> oh yeah, no wonder he was so calm. He's always stoned. He's pretty cool. That'll help. He yeah. wasn't gonna process it for another, you know, two hours, three nah, hours. He's usually pretty. Chill he processed anyways. it the first time he saw it. Yeah. So now he's just like, well, uh, uh, that's true. It is what it is. Yep. Uh, my NPC is going to be a little bit less of a crazy situation, a little bit more pure, maybe. Uh, <laughs> my NPC is actually going to be like a genuinely love. I love when people have like weird loves and they're just so passionate about it. So my NPC is uh, our friend's boyfriend who loves Costco. Oh, yeah. And he loves Costco so much. Like everybody says they love Costco. Like yeah. they love deals. They love getting bulk items. It's a, you get like samples when you go there. That's the normal love for mm-hmm. Costco. No, no. That's not how this fucker loves Costco. <laughs> wow. This fucker is straight up like, so they went to on a family vacation to Hawaii. It was mm-hmm. the first vacation I think that he went on with them or like one of the bigger ones. It's to Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was straight up like, he made them go to like the four different Costco's or however many there what? are in yeah. Hawaii because they sell different items. Yeah. And like different, like there was some like dull, I don't want to say like a dull whip thing, but there's something different that they serve in their little cafeteria thing that he wanted to try. So he, they went to all the different Costco's in Hawaii so he could see the different, but difference between them. I mean, this dude knows there's like, you know, waterfalls and zip lining and gorgeous yeah, beaches. But there's also Costco. In between all that stuff, you got to get your food and you got to get your sustenance. So go to Costco. Also, wow. it was amazing because my boyfriend does work for Costco. He, they, he said that he wanted a tour and he has had a tour before of Costco. I don't know how you take a tour of Costco. You can do tours of Costco? That's what, they, that's what she said. He did wow. a tour. I don't understand how you tour it besides walking it. Yeah. Just getting in is a tour. Like, you don't need much more. I mean, you could work there. (laughs) I don't know. I really just want to go up to a a Costco employee, though, and be like, oh, yeah, when do your tours run? (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) How much for a ticket? Do kids get discounts? (laughs) Can you take me up real high? I want to see the top stock. I, I'm so intrigued now. Now I, gotta, I know. I need I wanna, to know more. I didn't get to talk to him much about Costco, but I just really want to dig into his love for Costco. Yeah. But yeah, yeah just, just genuine love for it. And I loved and it. And now I feel like I can only say like, I appreciate Costco. Yeah. True love is what this guy feels. <laughs> <laughs> Visiting all the Costcos around. Yeah. That's, that's true love. I just have an appreciation for the store itself. <laughs> I wonder if she asks him, do you love me or Costco more? <laughs> that's a constant debate. There's, you know, there's a couple that got married in Costco. What? Is there really? Yeah, there's a couple that did Costco was like I think where they met and it was like their favorite place so they had their wedding out of Costco oh my god I wonder if he knows about that their appetizers were just samplers (laughs) it's all right there yeah quarter size of a tamale (laughs) all the registration gifts just pick it off like aisle seven I forgot to get something oh just go grab it right now yeah okay we got it in bulk here honestly brilliant 
Except he got to shut down at Costco for like however long that. No, I think they got married while people were like shopping. Visiting. That's fucking wild. Wow. That is. There's so many I'm variables in that. Sure. Yeah. They they got married like in like in between aisles. What? what if they were behind the almonds I fucking needed and I had to wait for their whole right? ceremony? <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, sorry. This is lovely. Your dress is gorgeous. Can I just get the, the frozen fruit? Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody object? Yeah. You're in front of my almonds. <laughs> Listen, I need the 64 pack of toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> a wedding on aisle 74 <laughs> that's absolutely wild oh my god i did not know that my npc is no one who has a great appreciation and nowhere near as crazy as a stabbing but <laughs> well why can't you hit those levels <laughs> like i'm casual sorry. stabbing I, yeah. <laughs> it's casual stabbing okay no big deal don't worry about um, me so i've been at my new job for around two months now mm-hmm. and i I have only met one other person that was onboarding the same day as me and my supervisor. That's pretty much it. Like I, I know the attendance uh, accreditation person slightly as in I pass her office once a day, mm-hmm. but that's it. I don't really know anybody. Well, I finally had a chance to meet a new coworker mm-hmm. and it's not going over well. Oh no. <laughs> oh good. Because this guy, so I teach in classroom. I teach from four till seven. I show up usually like an hour early because I like to be early and I like to prep everything because I have to write stuff on the board and I have to pull up the login on the computer and sometimes set up the projector and stuff. Also, you're a nerd. Yeah, and I'm a nerd. (laughs) But my first day there, I showed, the first time I was teaching, I showed up only 30 minutes early, which is unusual for me, but like 30 minutes I feel like is perfectly appropriate when you're teaching to show Mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Or not. Cassie's judging me. (laughs) No, like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, 30 minutes is What were you doing before is why I hesitated. I just, I was printing out stuff at my house and getting stuff ready. So I showed up 30 minutes before and there is a guy, he's a, he's an instructor who has taken over my classroom. So I walk in and he has piles on six different desks of paperwork and he's jamming, he's got his music playing and it's loud and he's jamming out and I like walk in and I'm like double checking the classroom door and he's sitting there and he's like, oh, do you need this room? And I was like, well, I'm teaching in here in about 25 minutes, so I'd like to have it. Like, he's like, oh, sorry, I was just grading, like getting some work done, grading. And he's showing up there every single day since then. And he oh. knows I show up an hour early. Wait, is so it now, not his before? It's his before, but his class ends at 1245. So he stays there for three hours and 15 minutes. That's fucking wild. Yeah. And it's like we have office spaces for the instructors to use that you can utilize. He just doesn't feel like leaving the classroom, I guess. I don't know. But so far, my interactions have just made me awkwardly walking in and be like, hey, can I have my classroom now? Like, so I don't get to have friends at work, I guess is the conclusion of this is because yeah, how do you build a friendship after me being like, you need to leave? Well, I mean, you could come in and one bold move, insult his music tastes or to try to go off of it. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's- I would definitely learn all about his music that he's listening to and then just totally snipe him with more information than you think he knows. <laughs> Did you know? Did you know? Maybe and then he's- he'd be so he's like, OK, I need to get out of here. She's going to talk to me more. about <laughs> She's this. just going to keep going on. I don't even like this band. Spotify just pulled it up. <laughs> Maybe he's super into Matchbox 20. And <laughs> I highly doubt it. <laughs> I think that is middle-aged women only. You, you never know. Do you know what was his music taste? Uh, it just seemed like alternative 
like oh. rock like it just seemed like, sounds like a chill dude that doesn't want to talk to anyone so exactly. yes definitely talk to him yeah <laughs> just make him but like he always leave. makes me feel awkward like i'm imposing on his office space or whatever because he's like oh do you need the space <laughs> just tell him to stay there one time and leave him in there until the kids come and just be like no stay here if you want to great i'm just going to be teaching don't let me don't get mind in your way. me rambling on about english composition it's fine please if- keep blaring your fallout boy <laughs> <laughs> i enjoy this uh, but I think you should bring him cookies one day and make friends. No, no. fuck that. Insult him. <laughs> right. I think we're beyond that point. I think it's down just me. I just wish he would get the clue. Like, I'm going to show up every day at the same time. Yeah, no. Before then. My only option is to be incredibly sar- sarcastic to him. Just be like, no, no, no. You can give him cookies with laxatives, then he has to leave. <laughs> no, that's a bit extreme. I don't want him <laughs> shitting himself. <laughs> well, he's, he's going to have time Wait, to get out. Make There's friends a- with him. Poison him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's laxatives. He's okay, right? Adrian, I think it's still considered poisoning. Oh, so it's, still, okay. it's still unwillingly ingested that. Ah, oh, like Agent, a medical toxin. It was an accident. It fell in. I thought it was chocolate chips. Agent, Agent Butterthighs, I'm going to need you to rein it in. That's a bit much. <laughs> okay it was wholesome in the beginning you tried and then we were like no go harder and you went a little too hard <laughs> keep going harder we're gonna call you agent child labor again no! <laughs> it's hanging right there at any moment no not child labor <laughs> well you guys those were some great NBCs. caitlin yours was absolutely buck wild and there was multiple involved i'm gonna give you 80 points for that yeah mckenna for yours i'm gonna say like you definitely need to be more of an asshole to him okay i do like what you've done though Given up on the friendship, you know? Oh, yeah, I've, I've abandoned it. And my first thought was like, oh, another coworker. Now I'm just like, no, fuck you. Get out of my space. <laughs> yep. Support that. Uh, 90 points. All right, you guys. That was great, but I will roll again. Okay, we rolled a five, which is going to be advice for pop culture characters, which we are clearly in the space to give advice to other people, <laughs> so specifically some pop culture characters. So uh, do you guys got any advice? Uh, I'm going to have to take you guys way back because Disney Plus came out. Yeah, dude. And I have been, um, I know everyone else is watching new stuff and I'm just reminiscing and watching old stuff. Good. And I don't know if you guys remember a little old film called Motocross. Yes. Yeah. Love that shit. Best, right? Yes. One of the best Disney Channel movies ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. You forgot about High School Musical and Camp Rock, I think. Yeah, no, this one's better. It's oh. way better. Way better. <laughs> okay. So for those of you who don't know the film, one, you should just go watch it. But it's about a young girl named Andy who races dirt bikes mm-hmm. in her brother's place when he gets injured mm-hmm. um, without her parents' knowledge. So she like sneaks around and cuts all her hair off. Mm-hmm. It's very badass. I feel like Disney was so hard on like feminism and progress. And then they just dropped it as soon as like 2008 hit. And they're like, you like, know what? I don't know if it's no, working no, for us. No, kids should just sing and fall in love. It's fine. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I like those. <laughs> that was almost as, as she's almost as insulted when I called her the wrong agent name yes. as that. <laughs> it's almost the same level. I'm calling HR. Um, but like, I always really, really loved this movie um, growing up. But I rewatched it, and my advice is for the mom because in my mind, like looking back on it, I always thought the mom was super on her side. And she's not initially. She finds out that her daughter's racing motorcycles or dirt bikes and she um, forces her to stop. She doesn't want her to have any part of it. She keeps mentioning, like, your dad's not going to support this. Your dad's not going to support this. Instead of, like, standing up her own, like, you're one half of this parent. Yeah. Like, combination. But it literally takes seeing her daughter devastated. And then her youngest son, who's, like, 11, talking about how in class they're learning about women's rights. 
and how women can do any job a guy can do professionally and it's not fair for her parents to hold her back from a profession when she's just as capable mm. and that's when the mom finally has this wake-up call of like oh yeah i should like support my daughter oh i guess and not I'll do push, it. Her to push her to just do cheerleading competitions like if uh. she loves this so like my advice is just for her to get her shit together sooner and be like an actual good mom yeah, like, listen to your kids. When they have certain interests, go for it. Yeah. Especially when they fucking kick ass at it like she did. You know, yeah, when they're going to take the entire championship and get a huge sponsorship and basically save your whole family. Yeah. Because that's how the movie ends. Basically. It's Man, Disney, great. Disney went so fucking hard. You're right. It's they really so did. great. My, uh, my advice is also going to come from a Disney Plus show. A little show called The Mandalorian. Never heard of it. Uh-uh. Never heard of it. Well, it's the one with the cute-ass baby Yoda. Oh! And uh, so my advice is going to be, it's one of the early, it's either episode one or two, but uh, The Mandalorian gets hurt, and he's like so- essentially soldering his skin back together. Mm-hmm. And in this moment, little baby Yoda comes up to him and is trying to get a hold of that tool, or maybe just try to heal him. You know? You don't know what you're, mm-hmm. for sure. And we he don't keeps, know his capabilities yet. We don't know what he could do. I mean, and he's we, 50. He's probably got a lot of capabilities. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. Like, so this guy pushed him away because like he was like no i don't trust this little baby my advice for him is when little baby comes up to you and wants soldering tool give soldering tool to baby <laughs> absolutely instantly <laughs> always always give that again because he is an ancient little baby you yeah. don't know what all he could pull off like i give so when little kids come up to me and like try to do shit i tend to like i normally just let them do it because mm-hmm. you never know what mystical shit children oh, yeah. could they, do yeah they somehow just have superpowers i don't even know where it comes from but, yeah. yeah and as of so far, I've only ended up, like, wet and sticky. But this, like, if he would have let Baby Yoda have the soldering tool, he would have probably instantly been healed. Yeah. Listen, I let one of my nieces, who was only two and a half at the time, have my phone for five minutes, and she somehow downloaded the entire Moana soundtrack on every music-playing device I had. Oh, See, wow. wow. Listen. That's a blessing, too. Kids are, kids are smart. <laughs> kids are smart, and always give them soldering tools. That's my advice. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, Cassie, I think mine is going to go on along the same vein. No, it's not on Disney Plus. It's actually going to be on HBO. It's a TV show called His Dark Materials, which is very good. It's fantastic. So it's not going to be any spoilers unless you don't know the concept of it, which I mean, you'll get it in the first episode. So basically all people that are born in this world have a daemon. It's like Matt Damon, not demon, daemon. It's pronounced demon though. It is pronounced demon. Uh, well, I always said daemon because I thought it was like, like that. It's like fairies. Well, you know it's spelled like Matt Damon. F-A-E. Yeah, it's yeah. just... Spelled uh, by... Anyways. The, sorry. No, you're good. So um, Lyra is the main girl in the in the series. And we find out later that if your Damon or if your demon gets hurt, so do you. And it hurts you physically. So I think Lyra needs to teach her demon jujitsu. Because... <laughs> She's Hell so yeah. vulnerable and like she has a little nimble care like um, demon, but it like keeps switching because of course she's young. So they, they switch while you're young and then they stabilize when you get older. Um, so she needs to teach this bitch jujitsu because like I feel like the people that are the most vindictive have like smarter and like um, more like fighting like an- like demons, which are like animals. So I think she needs to teach a jujitsu number one and we need a montage scene of whatever her demon is learning how to do this jujitsu or she just needs to give it a shiv so like in any situation it'll just be fine yes. going back to stabbing like you know sometimes you just got to do it especially when you're lyra and your girl on the run and people are looking for you honestly like, and because she's a big target right now she's like, a fucking mm-hmm. huge target give you got- your shit a shiv uh, give it a little pocket holder 
Like I want to see a little bit like one of those Han Solo like uh, leg, leg band. Yes. yes. With a shiv though. Just, just pop it right out and attack those other demons. God, imagine a little ferret just going and stabbing something. God, I love it. That's what, because he is like for He's the most so time. acrobatic. Yeah. But he is. He's just like a very innocent little like ferret thing. I didn't know so if he was cute. a ferret. He's just I cute as fuck. Like yeah. yeah. He's just super adorable and like precious and you mm-hmm. want to protect him at all costs. And Sometimes then that like. It's a moth, but. Yeah. Still moth sized like, shiv. Consider like armor. Can this yeah. guy have like some fitted armor? Fucking anything. It's a little baby you're sending out there shield. and he's getting beat to shit by little monkeys. Yeah. Which obviously if there's a monkey nearby, don't go fucking near it. You can't yeah. trust that shit. Oh my God. But yeah, I, do, I have not read the book, so I don't know anything about it. But good. Yeah. it's a very good show. But give your shit a shiv. Exactly. Give your shit arm, a shiv. Arm the children is now arm our... Them. <laughs> arm the children and their demons. Yes. <laughs> Caitlin, you have redeemed yourself. You got a new battle cry. Yes. I'll give you 120 points for that. Knives out. Knives out. I need to see that movie. Oh, I want to see that one so okay. yeah. bad. Speaking of. <laughs> How many points did you give me? I got excited for knives. I think it was 120. Okay. If not, that's what it is now. That's, yeah. I don't even remember hearing it. Actually, you said knives out and I uh, <laughs> immediately lost all thoughts. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> and books. We're bringing up a very good show from our past, which I did enjoy and brought back all those good memories. I'm going to give you 115. And you guys, we've been going on this adventure for a while. And I think it's about time we uh, take a little break, take an inventory break, and hear from some other sh- really great shows. Do you wish your life was a little more spooky? Well, what the heck? Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Tall tales. Although we went to dinner last night and you told the lady on our wait list that our name was Cradge. Was it Cradge? <laughs> Creepy cryptids. There. Poor Pizza Rat. Pizza Rat is pizza and a rat. Yeah, it's double delicious. He's a rat with pizza. It's like, yeah. oh man. Thank God there hasn't been a corn dog rat. Or you'd be eating that I think, rat. You know what? I think, in my defense, if someone was like, you ate a live rat, I'd say, well, it was holding a perfectly good corn dog. <laughs> Monstrous goofs. Well, you could probably just put a video because, like, our tombstones will probably just be, like, videos replaying. They'll be, like, memes or oh gifts. Yeah. Our tombstones will probably just be gifts. That's, that's one of the coolest things you've ever said. <laughs> a spooky spot. <laughs> Sorry, there's something stuck in my throat that whole time. Spooky Spouses, a part of the Scavengers Network and Viddy Space. New episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we're back now. It was a good break, but I think it's time for me to roll again. And we rolled an 18, which is going to be, what do you love? So love is just what we call love, but it's something deeper and that you would cherish more. So you guys, what do you love? Cassie, you brought up a long time ago. Actually, not a long time ago, like four episodes ago, that you love seeing people purchase mirrors. Oh, you're trying to sell the mirrors? Yeah. Mm. Um, And it just reminded me of a photo series that I love. And it's a little bit depressing, but um, I really love seeing photos of babies getting x-rays. Getting x-rays? Have you ever seen? No. I've never looked that up. Please Google it. Is it a whole bunch of crying? No, no, no. no. Google what they do to get babies x-rays. And those of you listening, also Google it and just be prepared to be entertained. Oh my god! <laughs> what? So they have they to put them in, like, a, put them in a little <laughs> tube <laughs> to keep them from moving. These are all like like pretty chubby babies. Yes, in the, the tube. Rolls are just highlighted. <laughs> so I discovered this because one of my students brought it up. Uh, a lot of my students are med techs, and 
They brought up babies getting x-rayed. And now I just like every time I'm having a really crappy day, I just find a baby in a little clear tube. Oh, my God. If you keep like looking on Google, there's one where it's just a baby in a gumball machine because they like photoshopped it. There's one of a baby getting put in a blender and they're pouring vodka. No! <laughs> oh, my but God. Shout out to whoever was like, man, these kids won't stay still. Let's stuff them Let's in a stuff tube. stuff them in a little like glass tube. I just can't. And honestly, they're none of them are crying, but they do look tripped the fuck out. Well, imagine being shoved in a, cl- a little cube and then having your arms suspended above your head. Oh, man. It's just got to be weird. Well, so. this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Holy cow. I've never heard of this before. This is beautiful. I've never even thought that they would have to do something different for the kids, but it makes I sense. I just imagined, yeah, they would just like lay them down and yeah. get the shots when they can. I also never really thought about babies getting x-rayed. Yeah, like, no. just didn't really cross my mind. But when the fact that we just shove them in tubes and still that's <laughs> our only that's answer. That's our best option. <laughs> option yeah. Huh. We're just like, this I, baby needs an x-ray. Get the Shut tube ready. The tube. <laughs> the tube. This is fine still. We're still good with Don't this. Don't worry about your child. They're perfectly fine. They like it. Just stuff it right in there. Oh, it's a little chubby. Push it real Get down. Get the wider one. <laughs> Give me that extra big tube. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so one thing I love is um, going to public parks and there being a free toy. So our, like, like a ball or something like that or yes. something that someone has left behind. Either it's like half broken or something, but it can be salvaged and it's just so much fun. I feel like always going to public parks. You are laughing at my love. I'm sorry. Just sounds so sad. <laughs> just bring your own damn tennis ball. <laughs> Sometimes you don't know you're going to a park and seeing a little magical little item there is like, oh, have fun. Exactly. Uh, They're not always planned. So yeah. when the universe comes together like and really provides. Of, like, I love when I'm driving down the street and I found it like a, a shitty leftover sofa. Like yeah. Michigan's cushion. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about like a leftover street toy. And I was like, fuck yeah, I always take those <laughs> Same. too. Same. Okay. It's sad to some people, but I find it really exciting um, because public parks are really fun because there's a lot of um, space for imagination, creativity, and you can play sports. There's so much opportunity in just this wide, vast place that is public parks. And I love public parks for that reason. And playing sports, it's just fun. And like, you don't even have to play like a traditional sport. You can make up your own. And I think going to a park with some friends or anything, just kind of the possibilities are endless. And I just love going to park. So I love that. Yeah, I fully support it. That's a very good parks, wholesome parks, love. parks. Some people don't like it, Agent Nipple Tassels. <laughs> Listen, we I can was, convert them all. Yeah, I was just picturing like some really sad, half like broken, useless toys. You know, they up. are. Yeah. They definitely are, and they definitely look like dog toys rather than people toys, but you can repurpose everything, and everything is fun when there's nothing around. They were left there for a reason, and listen, one person's trash is another person's treasure. That's and right. we are the ones who treasure those. I treasure trash. Keep that yeah. sound bit as well. <laughs> That one, that one's for me. That's why I like you guys. You trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Didn't get it. So thanks for bringing me home. You're welcome. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, uh, my love is going to be a Twitter, and it's going to be at Animal Draw. So what they do is you send them pictures of animals and they draw them, but it's always, it's kind of, they take it to a more like simplistic form. Mm -hmm. So you'll like, you know, you send them like this full life photo and they kind of do like just outlines and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just like very cute and very pure. They send them like always like weird little photos and stuff. So it's just funny to like see the actual photo and then see what they've done. And it's a really good time to just like spend your day. It's called animal draw. Yeah. At animal draw. I need to find that. Oh, I love them so much. Oh my God. They're just like, they're very simplistic and just like cute as hell. 
Oh my god. They're perfect. Oh my god, I love them. They're really just so simple. Yeah. I love animal drawn, right? With an yeah. N. Uh, it's poorly drawn animals. There's two. So it started with the one and then poorly drawn animals came too. Well, I actually don't know which one started first, but I, uh, the w- animal drawn just they're like actual tag is at animal drawn, but their name is we draw animal. Yeah. <laughs> which I also appreciate. And you could just go between both because they're both so good. Very pure. But you guys, you guys had some great woofs. And um, do go for your park experience. I also woofed at. Yeah. I'm going to give you 100 points. Yay. McKenna, your woof of. Baby skinny x-rays. God. Put them in a tube. My God. I have changed as a person. They look like space babies. <laughs> right? I don't know why. Like, I feel like they're going to get shoved out that tube and just go. <laughs> like, just go through Like the little like, the tubes. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> That's just like how they send them to delivery. The- the other rooms and everything i would we fucking don't have love storks. that we have baby tubes that where just drop do off babies kids. come from well there's oh a my tube. god i'm gonna show my nieces that <laughs> yes the little baby tube and that's how they come you arrived on a tube one tuesday morning that's amazing um mckinney i'm changed forever you're gonna get 180 points for that thank you i was too god yeah i'm can't wait to just look that up whenever i'm having a bad day and i will roll again okay guys we rolled a 15 which is what do you do So for this situation, you guys are some of the best spies in the world until one day you are turned into a pigeon. What do you do? I call up Will Smith. I call on Will Smith. I recognize that my spying skills have only become superior because now I'm able to communicate with fellow pigeons. And as we know, all pigeons are spies. They already are. Yes. So now I have intel on everybody in the world. You know what? I didn't even put it together that Will Smith is a pigeon and pigeons are fucking spies. And he's just further proving the point that pigeons are fucking spies. Yeah, Yeah, we're back now. Oh my God. What was that? Episode four that we started bringing that up? It's so fucking true though. Mm -hmm. Pigeons are just up there just here looking at all of us like and working for the government. Probably have little headsets in. And I, as a pigeon... I'm going to shit on someone. That's going to be what's what I'm doing. <laughs> first thing. So first thing first, shit on somebody. Yes. And then second thing, tap into the network of pigeons mm-hmm. and get all the secrets. I'm going to become pigeon president. It's fine. That oh, is ambitious. over the world. So yeah. I fully oh. support that. <laughs> pigeon, president. pigeon president, pigeon prime minister of the world. You'll you know. take either. It yeah. doesn't matter. The title doesn't matter. It's just the power. It's just that the comes. power. Yeah. I f- I'm so proud of you books. That is how you. I can blackmail way, way to the top. I've got intel on everybody. I want to be the top sniper. Like poop Ooh, sniper. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you can take down my enemies. Yeah. It's- you know, I can poop on cameras. So that way you can't really catch who we are, what we're doing. Um, I can poop in people's eyes and that way they lose their vision and they die someday. Well, you guys really are the best agents that I can send out there to be <laughs> pigeons. I'm just so impressed with your skills. <laughs> thank Genuinely, you. Genuinely, I think you're better as pigeons. <laughs> I think I think that's an insult, but thank you. I could probably eat something where it'll come out like toxic poop. And I feel like oh, some secret for bugs. sure. I can definitely start a disease with my poop. <laughs> That's why I'm the number one sniper. Get ready for the next black pig. Like, it's just going to be a oh, yeah. um, pigeon poison over here. Yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> From Caitlin's poop. Yeah. I'm just so proud of you. I'm proud of myself. Well, you guys, you did great on that. That was excellent. I'll give you both um, 100 points. And I think we got time for one more roll. So I'll roll again. We rolled an 11, which is going to be knowledge and nuggets. So you guys have any little fun little facts to share? Cassie, I have the most fun fact, and I think that you are really going to enjoy this. The most fun fact? The most fun fact. You set yourself a high bar. Yeah, I, I did. up to it. Uh, Cassie, it's about dogs. 
Okay, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. Well played. Okay, so um, I know you've probably heard before that dogs are colorblind, that they only see in black and white. Mm-hmm. This is false. Mm-hmm. Dogs can actually see in like a red, like uh, people who have red, ble- red, green, red, green colorblindness. That's similar to what dogs see. Um, but dogs can actually see a little bit low, better than us in low light because the cones and everything in the back of their eyes are a little bit different. So not only... Our dogs not colorblind. They can see colors. They can see like grayish brown, dark yellow, light yellow, lots of yellows, blues, and dark blues. This is why uh, dogs like chasing bright yellow tennis balls on green grass under the blue sky because they can see all this so vividly and they really like it. So dogs aren't colorblind. That's right. They are. How do you spread knowledge? Also, but I feel like our little boy, he loses the tennis ball quite a bit when we go but to the park. your little boy is just blind, blind he's, and not color. He's a little vision impaired, yeah. but he's still like, let me tell you, it's just extra fun for him to try to find those balls hidden oh, in that grass. He has other senses. Exactly. And he does. And he's perfect in every way. And so is every other dog. Thank you for bringing that fact. You're welcome. I should always remember. Now that John gets with you're the DM, I just need just to. Just tell me anything just about dog dogs. Facts. Dog facts. <laughs> anything at all. I didn't do that this time around. <laughs> well, good luck getting some points. Are you ready to learn about finance? <laughs> <laughs> but my mind has been on the 1920s because I'm throwing my mom alongside my sister a surprise birthday party that's got a 1920s Gatsby theme. Mm-hmm. So I've been learning a lot about the 20s to decorate everything. And I just decided to dig a little bit more. And we all know that uh, during the 20s, there was a thing called prohibition which yeah. basically made alcohol legal and sucked but what's interesting about it is that it didn't it made it illegal to manufacture import import and sell liquor or wine or beer but you could drink it mm. perfectly legally so as long as you got it they couldn't arrest you for having it in your cup or consuming it or even being drunk yeah so um that's one little fact and then the other fact which i just love uh we all know flappers uh got their rise and they wore um very signature dresses mm-hmm, mm-hmm during the time and i always focus on the like always heard that flappers were uh, loose fitting dresses so that they could fit in a little bit more with the male style clothing and hide their feminine figure but flapper dresses in the 1920s fashion was the first time that sleeveless dresses became popular Mm -hmm. among women because it was such a revolution before even saying the word underarm what we now refer to as the armpit was considered like scandalous because really? it was so close in proximity to breasts. We just so, saying it. Like, yes, like if you mentioned underarm in casual conversation, that was scandalous and shocking. No and way, inappropriate because of how close it is to your boobs. Essentially, oh my people were essentially getting turned on by like sticky armpits. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they were like, oh, that that's real close to you know what. So oh, man, sleeveless oh. dresses weren't popular either because they showed your underarm, which reminded people, I guess, of boobs also because you know there's like an inch between the two holy hell that is unreal right you smelt her underarm well unreal can you imagine thinking of underarm as like the same level of any sort of sexual word we use and the fact that it just had to be near boobs for guys to be like oh shit she's got underarms (laughs) i don't handle myself in public anymore i've seen her underarms (laughs) first the ankles now the underarm how are we supposed to get any work done do you see her raising the roof fuck me man <laughs> so hot god i saw it <laughs> well um my knowledge nugget nugget's gonna take a little bit of a turn it's gonna go to cars which is a love of mine so 
you guys know Cybertruck was recently announced. Yes. So it got me kind of, I always like to go back to uh, concept cars and like dig into like those. Mm-hmm. So um, in 1996, Mercedes made a concept car that uh, didn't have a steering wheel. Oh. It was called the F200. Okay. And it had a side stick controller that you would push forward to accelerate and pull back to brake. Okay. And then there was also a um, joystick controller on both sides of the, on both driver and passenger kind of in the middle. There was two little steering mechanisms mm-hmm. that were like essentially like a, almost a game controller mm-hmm. that would, and that would be how you would steer the place or steer, steer, steer the car, steer the car. So they said that like the idea for this was that it made the driver's seat more safe for everyone because if you got into an accident, like there was no chance that the steering wheel would be shoved up to, into your face. Yeah. Also, it was kind of off to the side, so it would just get pushed towards the center. Yeah. And then also by having it available on both sides, drivers on both sides, it mm-hmm. cut down manufacturing costs and made it where both inter- like all international markets, you could send out the same car. Mm-hmm. So um, that was like all their pros to it, but it turned out it was uh, pretty hard to drive because yeah. having a little like Joy-Con in the center of the car isn't like how your mind likes to align mm-hmm. with the street. So it didn't get passed through, but it was some cool ideas that they threw out there and then uh, didn't didn't go through. 96? 96. Wow. I just looked it up and it's wild. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty ugly car. Uh-huh. The rims are atrocious, but what they, were, they look like it? cheese crate or strainers. <laughs> yeah, the rims are... <laughs> absolute garbage like it looks the like the whole car screams so much 90s yeah like when they thought they were trying to go for the futuristic look too because it's got the, like the bubbly like yeah. um wind like where you sit and everything and then like, the rims are straight up like a vegetable steamer yes. oh my god they totally do yeah you're That's so right so ugly. like yeah. a cheese grater or vegetable steamer yeah it's a garbage car but it was some wild ideas and they were trying to push the boundaries a bit so you know i love their concept of you know what's really outdated steering wheels, steering wheels. <laughs> let's fucking get them out there let's get some joy cons up in this bitch listen uh i've been playing a lot of atari and <laughs> you guys it's so late it's so much easier to drive it is the wildest looking steering me- mechanism ever you yeah. just need to google it just to see what this like i don't even it looks like a cactus like you're controlling like it'd be a great cactus. to drift in though could you imagine that's what i was wondering like, like you just have to shove it to the side whereas ours you have to you know spin around a bunch of times yeah and, just and you that. already have like they were saying the response times to breaking were easier because people are like if you're not using your feet like your instinct to like pull something is oh, yeah. faster than like shoving your foot down for some reason yeah so like break times was better but mm-hmm. your steering was way off so you were breaking way more so drifting is a plus with this car yeah. is the conclusion it's <laughs> maybe let's go back to it for drifting you might be <laughs> onto something books well you guys those were some great knowledge nuggets books for your flapper facts and uh, getting the guys horny i'm gonna give you 90 points now you know how to turn on all the men yeah underarms yeah. underarms yeah see yeah see yeah, see my i'm saying and Agent Butterthighs, you brought you brought some dog facts, which I, I always love. I'm gonna give you 80 points. I just realized my my fact coincided with my nipple tassels. Agent name, you, you know, I'm just bringing up the boobs. You just stay true to who you are, and I'm so proud of you. True to yourself. Stay true to yourself. Well, you guys, it looks like we are almost out of time for our mission, and I think you all just may have succeeded on this one, but we can actually see just how successful you were by checking out our points. So I'm gonna bring our deep undercover agent in. Agent Point Scribe, a.k.a. Agent Unbearable Screeching. Can you come in here, please? Ooh-hoo! Yep, there it is. wonder where you got it. At the bottom of the leaderboard with 71,610 points is going to be Cassie. In the middle of the leaderboard with 72,336 points is going to be Caitlin. At the top of the leaderboard with 72,460 points is McKinney H. H. Okay, thank Thanks. you. Thank you, Agent. You can go back deep undercover, deep, deep. Agent, out! Yep, bye-bye. Sometimes I wish I wasn't even on the leaderboard. 
just like, it doesn't feel good when he no. yells it, right? No. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't seem like a victory at that point. Sometimes I really can't understand anything he's saying. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I honestly couldn't tell you what the points numerical value are. <laughs> no, no idea. Oh no. None Never. Of us, none of us really know. But you guys you did a great job and I'd say you're definitely uh succeeding. Well, you did definitely succeed. So why don't we keep rolling off of that and share our crit successes? Well, Cassie, you were involved with our six, my success, which uh, this Black Friday, um, Cyber Monday, it was treat yourself time. And That's right, it was. And I had no intentions of really buying anything and really succeeded up until the Sunday before Cyber Monday, right? We went shopping, not for me, for my boyfriend. He wanted a DJ set, whatever. He wanted a new hobby. Cool. I, wa- I love how extreme he went with yeah. the new hobby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. There. That's a thing. I took up knitting. Your yeah. boyfriend takes up DJ. Like, I'm going to DJ a bar mitzvah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I go with him to the uh, electronic store and I walk out with a 3D printer. So I now too have a hobby. And yeah, I just t- kind of treat myself. It's like, oh, I've always th- thought these are cool. I think it'd be really fun to do. So bought a 3D printer, put it all together and now trying to get it to work because it's not working <laughs> it's very close though you did very it good is but treat yourself day it was really fun and that was so good because we went to like a tech store that had like fucking everything oh in god it. It's so, so we all kind of like walked in and then split up because there was just so much oh yeah so all of a sudden we like caitlin comes up we all meet up and caitlin comes running and she's like there's a 3d pin- printer for sale it's a great price and yeah. we spent like we started to walk away and she's like are we really just gonna walk away from our dreams of 3d printing our <laughs> dreams so we we're like is it is it our dreams <laughs> and then so we went back over there and then proceeded like we talked to this sales guy not even a sales guy just the guy who like watches the 3d printers yeah. like getting all the information from him talked to him for like maybe a good hour and yeah. then like got all the deets and then invested in this because i was like if in i want a future essentially if yeah. i want to get this i want to make sure that i can use it and get all the all software and everything and so he helped me out and all that so now i like came home and was like okay i got a plan i know how to do this i know what to do i know how to troubleshoot and wow it's it's a it's exciting and i can't wait to get it up and running and actually working because i'm gonna print so much shit so many good things. Also, there's a Baby Yoda template at some point once it gets working. <gasps> yep. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. I want to see, like, if you guys put up a Christmas tree, all of your ornaments 3D printed. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, the tree itself can be 3D printed. There you so. go. <laughs> yeah, Boom. That, that is true. Also, true. it will take a day to probably print an ornament. So. Yeah, it, it does take a while. does take a while, but still very fucking cool. Very, very cool. But speaking of you, Caitlin, you built that all by yourself. I did indeed. That's right. You fucking did. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is my success is going to be like my monthly, weekly fuck men moment. Yeah. Because uh, I had to change my windshield wipers, but I had to change them in the rain. Yeah, you did. And uh, so I like when it's raining and cold, obviously most people like it's harder to like rip shit off of a car. Yeah. And like I was so like I was struggling to get them just off. Like that's all I needed to mm-hmm. was essentially rip them off. And while I was standing in the rain for like 30 fucking minutes, like five guys walked by and just like kept walking. So then I fucking, I got them on out of pure anger. At some point, I just fucking ripped them off and got them <laughs> on. And like, literally, I just like, cause I was waiting, I was going out to Thanksgiving with my brother. So I just like called him and I was like, I'm on my way. Fuck man, it's happening. <laughs> he was like, um, okay. And I was like, 
Don't. I'll give you the story later. Start cooking now. Also, fuck men. <laughs> I think we both had a fairy fuck men weekend. Oh, very much so. Because I didn't want anyone's help building that 3D printer. It was very fucking hard. But I was like, I'm doing uh-uh. it myself. You are not helping me. I am doing this because it's mine and I did it myself and I don't need your help. Yeah. Even though I probably could have used help, honestly, <laughs> to be completely honest. That it might be why it's not working very complicated. Well. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, there were so many pieces, so many small pieces, so many wires and connectors and oh, God. There's but, a lot. Uh, also, but I did it myself. Right. Cassie, your credit windshield wipers are the hardest shit to take off your car and i do not know why for such a small feature it's such a lame. i have taken off tires with much more ease than yeah. i have a fucking windshield wiper there's so many things that are so much easier it's the windshield wipers they just they st- they're they so fucking hard to pull terrible. off i was so worried about you that day i went out there with a dog to try to find you and i didn't find you and i was like oh no <laughs> my she's, main thought is tires actually i didn't give a shit about your windshield wipers i've just been thinking about your tires oh still haven't changed those. yeah i know oh, you no. haven't <laughs> and every time i'm driving in the rain i'm like please keep cassie safe <laughs> just universe out there please keep cassie safe i'm telling you i need a nanny <laughs> i need a, i need a nanny both of you i'm gonna get you nannies <laughs> i just need a diaper <laughs> all right so my success is uh <laughs> i don't even know if i could transition out of that one. my success is the same thing actually it's black friday mm-hmm. um shopping but i did not treat myself i bought one little thing for myself mm-hmm. i got 90 percent of my family done which is amazing because i have a big three family. siblings or uh, two siblings both of them have um significant others and kids and stuff yeah i got a shit ton of people to buy for and i did my black friday shopping in new hampshire where they have no sales tax yeah so not only was everything super marked down and on sale there also was no like extra fees on top of it and i say i think i spent under half as much as i had spent in previous years on their christmas presents nice on everything and i packed it all in the extra suitcase we bought and did not need to buy extra luggage Hell for yeah. it either. so came so prepared so, so yeah we brought out an extra suitcase and his whole family when we brought home all of our bags we're like you're gonna need another suitcase there's no way that's gonna fit and i just looked at them i'm like it's gonna fit and it's gonna be <laughs> under 50 pounds thank you very much just like fuck I everyone i can do this <laughs> yeah <laughs> mine was a fuck men too because nick kept saying no no we're gonna need to take an extra bag and i was like no just leave I will take care of this right now. I will prove you wrong. I'm glad that we were all in the same wavelength. Yes, I could do this by myself. There's genuinely nothing more motivating than when a man comes by. Like, actually, could you maybe do this? Just like, oh, uh, get the fuck away from me. You want your advice now, do you? You could actually shove your dick. Thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad we were all in that mood. Good, good. Just going around. It's fine. It's fine. Well, you guys, thank you for being in that mood for me. Thank you for going on this journey. And our, our mission is done. It's now time for our listeners to go on a mission. So listeners, your mission, should you choose to accept, is if you like the show, head over to iTunes and write a review for us. It uh, really helps us out a lot. If you successfully complete this mission, reach out to us to let us know who you are because we will send you some free dice. We are all stocked up and have some dope sets to send your way. Also, you can reach out if you want some free stickers. Caitlin, a.k.a. Agent Butterthighs has her own secret mission, and she's collecting pictures of everyone who has unnatural 20s on the brain. So uh, get your stickers, stick them on your forehead, send it our way. You can reach out on social media. We are at unnatural 20s on all platforms. That is Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also email us, unnatural20s at gmail.com. And while you're already writing us, why don't you send us a quest? Number 10 on our log is follower question. So send whatever question or topic you want us to talk about, and we will do so. We also have a Patreon where you can get a bunch of really cool stuff, including bonus content, like extra vids, uh, blog by books. You can even get an exclusive U20s jean jacket if you join our jean jacket fam, which, speaking of, we have a new Patreon. Huge shout out to Tanner for joining our jean jacket fam. Tanner! Tanner! 
Thank you so much. You are the realist. We really appreciate it. Welcome to the fam. One of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. Child labor. I mean, one of us. You had redemption this episode. You said you didn't want this episode to be about it, and you brought it, it up. It slipped out. We're now arming the children, okay? <laughs> You're right. Give them weapons. Give children knives. Give children knives. That's much better. So much better. Our brand is so pure. Tanner, thank you for supporting it, and thanks for supporting <laughs> that brand. Please don't leave our family. <laughs> Please don't leave it now. Uh, a jacket will be coming your way. There will be no knives in that jacket. Just a fun Unless jacket. Unless you want one. There will be no, no. knives in your jacket. <laughs> Tanner, no knives in your jacket. I'm uh, going to put a knife in your jacket now. Uh, no. <laughs> no. But Never mind. I probably can't mail a knife to you. Probably not. But speaking of denim things, we have, you guys, we have official merch up in the yes! Scavengers Network website. Oh, my God! Which includes a t-shirt, but also the best damn thing I've ever oh, seen. Oh, my God. Everyone, there is a denim dad hat for <laughs> Unnatural 20s up in the, rat- in the merch store, and it is the raddest fucking thing I've ever seen. I lost my shit when I saw oh, my this. God. <laughs> Our podfather, Colin, sent this to me, and oh, my God, I love it so much. Yeah, they uh, shout out to the network for letting us request whatever we wanted and throwing that out there and making it happen. Oh, God. Everyone get yourself a denim dad hat. It's rad. It's a rad as hell. Scavengersnetwork.com. We all need one. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, you guys, I think my time as DM is officially up. So let's roll to see who will be at next week's DM. And uh, it can actually be all of us. So I'll just start with me. Roll to 16. Books. 14. Damn, so close. And Dougal. Yeah. Six. Just kidding. It is my time to be DM again. <laughs> so you will have me again next as your DM next week. Uh, tune in for that. And we are a proud member of the Scavengers Network, which has tons of really great shows hosted by some truly talented and kind people. You can see all of those shows at scavengersnetwork.com. Uh, there's shows like Spooky Spouses, which I love. It is hosted by uh, Lindsay and Jordan, who are a married couple, and they are absolutely adorable together. They uh, talk about all things spooky, like ghosts, cryptids, true crimes, and urban legends, all that spooky stuff. And even though it's like spooky things, it's honestly like a delight to listen to because it's just, they're so, it's so pure. And the way like they're just there, them together is like, it's like great to listen to. I listen to a lot of spooky podcasts and some of them have started to like, oh, I should not listen to this in the dark because I'm going to creep myself off. I can listen to theirs at any time of day because yeah. I'm just, I'm happy. It's like spooky things, but they like have like a fun turn on it mm-hmm. where like even it's spooky, they're like making jokes about it and stuff. Although um, Lindsay did bring up one time about a spider going up somebody's ear and oh, it did no. fuck me up. <laughs> so, but that is the only time I've been fucked up by their show. So, and other than that, it's been a great time. <laughs> Also, uh, they just celebrated their 100th episode, which is great. So be sure to check them out. And uh, that's it for our show. We appreciate you guys. Thank you all for listening. This has been Unnatural 20s. Be sure to catch us with a new adventure on Monday. I treasure trash. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.